But you know what? I thought you were mysterious like my mother until it turned out the mysterious just meant depressed, all right? Hard to reach. I mean, I'm dying here. I don't like going out. You know that I get anxiety when I have to meet people. You know how hard that is. Everything you touch turns to shit! Like King Midas' idiot brother. Jesus. But if you two aren't the biggest pair of fuck-ups I've ever met in my entire life... Hello, everyone, and welcome to Give Us a Second, a mini-sode series brought to you by the greatest moments in the history of forever. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And this is our 25th edition of that mini-sode series. How y'all doing out there? We are talking Pet Cemetery 2019 edition. I was already like getting lost in my thoughts about everything that I want to talk about for this because it's just like... Without <laughs> giving away all my thoughts on this right off the top, these new horror movies that's just like, it kind of is just that. It's just a horror movie. You know what I mean? The production quality of the original Pet Cemetery is, you would say, not great, right? I mean... I would disagree. I think it is great. I think it's it's a movie that feels like it's in a place. Okay. And it feels like it has people in it. Well, let's say... And it's built off of a scary idea, but it's not built off of jump scares and, like, computer-generated okay. effects. I, I like the of setting stuff. of the original one, certainly. Uh, there, there's some good quality to where everything is taking place, but, you know, I wouldn't say the acting overall is great in the no, original. No, we've talked about that. For those of you, maybe, who, for whatever reason, forget, we just did the 1989 original as part of our last greatest October so like six months ago we were talking about the original version we thought it'd be fun to talk sure. about this remake for a give us a second whatever it is though I mean the original one definitely captures the essence and I'm saying this you know I've never read the novel but I've certainly had some <laughs> here we go I've certainly had some conversations with you about it and I kind of get what it's about and like the point that it's driving home and i feel like it's effective at that whereas like this new one it misses the mark yeah you know yeah i think well first of all right off the bat i think that people who are fans of the novel and of the original film probably are going to have to get over the hurdle of some significant changes made in the new version so with john lithgow not doing the accent <laughs> right. So before we even say anything, Please. we should issue a spoiler alert for this film. Oh, I mean, right. this movie just came out. We're doing a give us a second pretty quickly on it. So if you have interest in seeing this, you should probably check it out first before listening. If you don't really it's care, yeah. then whatever. Just know that in order to really talk about our feelings on this we're movie, not gonna we're going to have to like, explain yeah. some things. You can tell, though, from the second trailer that they released prior to the film that they had made significant changes. I yes. mean, it was obvious. The Gage significant not. changes were not really the issue, though. No, no. With no. the movie. Well, one significant change for me, but it doesn't really come till the very end. Right. Well, there were... Okay, I shouldn't say that. The, the, the changing of which kid gets hit by the truck yes. does not really... Matter. I agree with that, yeah. In, in fact, fact, it works. Be it does work better for what they're doing with this movie. It, yeah, and for a modern audience, I think it makes a little bit more sense to switch it up because I think it'd be difficult to get 
a child of Gage's age to be able to do all the stuff they wanted out of it. Now, for me, I do think John Lithgow does a good job in this movie, even though he doesn't do the yeah. accent. He had the, the acting in this. That's the one thing you can say they improved upon considerably better. Now, granted, I wouldn't say that Lithgow's better than Fred Gwynn, no. but the acting overall. Well, that's the thing. In this Lithgow had the hardest role to play because you know there's only one Judd, and I think right. we all know that there will only ever be one Judd. <laughs> You know, yeah, I was wrong. wearing a shirt that said hashtag not Sometimes my job. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> okay, so the movie starts out fine. Sometimes you're a little confused as to why some elements are changed, but whatever. You know, they're moving into a new house. Jason Clark plays Lewis Creed. I, I believe his name is still Lewis. I, I'm not sure if they changed it. But yeah, whatever. I think it's Lewis yeah. Still. Lewis, Rachel, Judd, Ellie, now, Gage, Jason, yeah, everybody's still the same. I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier before the show, but uh, Jason Clark is definitely one of those dudes, though, that it's just like you're always going to feel like that he was like the sixth or seventh ask. You yeah. Know? There was a series of turndowns before. He's in so many things. I think as like maybe a background actor, a sure. supporting character, he's not terrible. Where he belongs, yeah. But, uh, yeah, him leading him this movie like, is kind of tough for me. I can buy him as, like, the sixth or seventh lead in, like, the Meg or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and playing his wife, Rachel, was Amy Simetz, who's that in, like... That name seemed familiar to me. Do I know her? She was in um, You're Next. Okay. And I remember that. Tiny Furniture and oh, Upstream Color. She's in stuff, but you don't really know her True, right okay. off the bat. Yeah. So I will say... She fits, to me, where they should have had the male guy be which is yeah, yeah. someone that you probably don't know their name right but has some cred yeah not even important okay because you could make that case that that's what jason clark is it's oh like, okay. well, no i want somebody even less than that yeah yeah where it's not overshadowing the movie but okay whatever so they you know he's this doctor he's going to start at this school i don't know everything felt very rushed at a certain point but okay they trimmed out like the housekeeper that commits suicide thankfully oh true yeah that's one of the parts of the original completely unnecessary what is the point of this now pretty quickly though they show the group of kids wearing the masks going to the pet cemetery that's on the property right of the what's their last name creed creed of the creed so the creeds own this land and pretty quickly they're just like why is that group of kids walking around with masks yeah. in sort of a ceremony type way? They really play that up in the trailer and make you think that these kids are somehow evil and factoring into the movie itself. I'm Whereas, not going to say that they're not evil. Well, they don't factor in anything, True. really. It was a choice they made to basically show a funeral procession at the Pet cemetery, right. which is something that does not occur in the original. It, almost in the original... What I like about it is, aside from the, the shroud scene, of mystery around this place, there's very brief and limited scenes that involve people other than the Creeds and Judd. Judd. It, they feel so isolated out there on that True. road. Whereas this, it does. Seem it opens strange. with them driving through the town they're on before main, they get to their house, and I, I don't like that. It seems like they're on a back country road where obviously the speed limit is like 55, <laughs> you know, and it doesn't feel like there would be – we get that Judd lives like kind of across the street or adjacent, but it doesn't feel like there's other houses around there and that there would just be a group of kids who can walk there. Yeah, I don't know. The geography was confusing to me in this one, and I think the reason is because they try to show you more, which ends up 
making it not feel real. Whereas like in the original, you don't see almost anywhere and yet you kind of buy the geography well, what of did, it. What did you think of the kind of opening up basically with, you know, what you have to assume is Judd's house on fire. <laughs> and then it like cuts over to their house. Oh, like the showing the ending first kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I didn't love that right. either, but whatever that, that was fine. I, I, I got over most of those kind of sure. things. It just You're able was to move like, on pretty quickly. I just had a problem, I guess with like the execution of what was supposed to be scary. What, the setting was supposed to look and feel like they they relied a lot on modern techniques and CGI. I said to you that, you know, the scenes where he's opening up his bedroom door and then it's opening up into the middle of the woods. Right. Which is like a kind of a weird supernatural element. They added onto it during these sequences with Pascal's ghost or whatever. I also feel I like didn't love Pascal's ghost wasn't executed as well. It's hard to tell that he's helping them at certain times. Yeah. You know? And they really shied away. Like, it was interesting because the initial accident showing the the guy with the the wound from being hit by the car right. was very gory and bloody. You see, like, his brain, like, pulsating. And I was like, oh, shit, they're really going for it. That's cool. Because part of Pascal showing up throughout the original is, like, this guy's fucked up looking and it's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. But he's actually a good guy, that kind of thing. And yet every time they showed Pascal through the rest of the movie as a ghost, like you couldn't even tell he was injured. True. There was no emphasis on how gross or zombie like he was. And I didn't really get that as like a horror element at all. Like that wasn't used properly. I was kind of just like, whatever, like through probably the first half of the movie. I was like, I'm not loving it, but fine, whatever. Yeah, I I was fine with most of it, like throughout the first half and everything. You know, yeah, same. I wasn't in love with it, but I kind of thought they were hitting a lot of the beats like pretty decently. Yeah, I mean, they launched into the Zelda thing and her initial telling of the Zelda story was not bad. It cut at the right moment, like it's panning up her like twisted back, and then it like right. is about to like show her face, and then it kind of cuts back, and you, it ends that first time, and you're like, okay, that was pretty good. Yeah, I although do like I the, will say the Zelda stuff in this, the Zelda stuff, it wasn't terrible, but it it never really, I don't know, it it didn't suck me in as like that's true a yeah. thing that had actually happened to her. I don't know why it just the way they presented it didn't seem like this twisted nightmare you know like yeah. how in the original it has that weird painting with the, like the girl with the cat with like that whip thing or oh, something yeah. and, like the hat right. and like it seems like it's all taking place in some sort of distant nightmare well, reality and her, her parents aren't really featured as much in this one they only have like one scene, yeah there's I no think. fight at the yeah. funeral <laughs> which is disappointing I just like the originals more reliance on in-camera work and special effects and makeup. And this, it felt very CGI heavy. Well, one of the things that I really like about the original and, you know, kind of coming from conversations with you about the novel is like the idea of obsession and not being able to stop something once you're aware of it. I, I just, that is completely lost in this one, the way that it, I, I just, they tried. I think the dad has it. A, I mean, the, the Lewis stuff is still there, but it doesn't play out that same way. Oh, because you're saying about who ends up bearing who. Right. Yeah. It's interesting because I think they they were still going for that same idea of like, all right, there's more than just like a reanimated corpse. There's like this evil spirit, this Wendigo thing. True. They do get into that, and, which is not really a part of the 
original movie. No, but, not yeah. directly at all, really. But they kind of go into the direction of instead of it being able to influence or just be able to influence like regular people to do its bidding, like it gets Judd to bury the cat, which introduces Lewis to the power, which gets him sucked in, blah, blah, blah. Instead of that, it's like that happens, but then the next step is once it gets into Ellie this time, instead of Gage, the idea then is Ellie wants to make more of her, and it becomes very like zombie story-esque, but instead of biting people, it's dragging people up there to be buried. I do think they do a pretty good job of making Ellie, the undead Ellie, pretty creepy. The fact that she puts, like, her muddy dress back on and everything and is, like, dancing around. Yeah, I thought, okay, so, as we said, they switch which kid gets hit, and they get Rachel, the wife, and Gage, this time, out of town for a minute so Uh, that he can do the burying thing. Consistent between both movies, completely unbelievable that there would be a body left to bury after... Oh, yeah, yeah. This sequence, this horrific crash. I know. It would be like red toothpaste smeared across the road (laughs) after what happens to her in this rather than just a body. But in the original and in the book, I think as well, once he goes up and buries Gage and that sets off the whole last act of the film, you know, like the whole chain of events with Rachel rushing back and Judd and everything, like that all happens seemingly very quickly. And it's all very, like, the pace is turned up on everything. True. Yet, once he takes Ellie up there, it seems very methodical still. And I felt like that hurt the film a lot. Because she comes back, and she's fucked up, but, like, she acts kind of normal. And he gives her a bath, and then he puts her in bed. And it's like, what is going on? Like, this is all dragging out. And then she comes back with Gage, and... They have that awkward scene where he's like, hug your daughter, and she's like freaking out, but she's not freaking out enough. True. Because it's so at this insane. point, he's lost his mind. He already knows he brought the cat back from the dead, but she doesn't know that he brought the cat from back, True. back from the dead. So this whole thing, she would be running out of the house screaming. Yes, yes. Like, not just acting like, I'm upset about this, which is kind of what she was doing. Well, one of the things that I did kind of like about that, that I felt like it was going for which came from, like, you talking to me about the novel and, like, you know, him getting so crazed that, like, once he brings Gage back, he basically kind of knows that, like, this doesn't make sense to anyone and he's talking about, like, taking Gage to, like, Florida or something and the two of them will yeah. just live there. Like, that I felt like... I felt like they could have explored that a little bit more with the Ellie stuff, but I, fe- I kind of felt like they were going that way a little bit. Like, he's, like, figuring out how he's going to live this life with Ellie still. Right. Yeah, I mean... I guess what I'm saying is, like, the pace, though, of this last portion of the film is doesn't match the original, and it seems very, like, methodical, and, like, you're not... Sh- so there's no not as much suspense, because then she's just like, I'm going to put Gage in the crib in my room and lock the door, and it's like you're in the house with a fucking zombie girl. You're like, right. you're, not a- you're not acting like this is a big enough deal yet. You know what I mean? And at this point, yeah. I think she may have already killed Judd. So that's like separate from the rest of the conclusion of the movie. Well, that's true, yeah. It's just the pace of the ending like wasn't as good. And I mean, if you would have told me going into the movie that by the end of it there would be like a disembodied Ellie voice like talking to her dad in the pet cemetery woods yeah, that and then stinks. 
the way that like she was acting like when he's gonna kill her with the shovel and she was like vibrating or whatever you remember she was like freaking out or yeah something? yes i was I, just like oof. i really was not into the last like 10 minutes or whatever of the movie it got real silly i get what you were saying i i i, I do like the original version more but i i thought that it was interesting that they went with ellie burying her mom to bring her back rather than well see what Lewis doing i love it. like the fact that like Lewis, Lewis can't get over yeah, it. Yeah, that that's better and it makes more sense right. and it fits into the theme of like the corruption that occurs within the soul after experiencing this. Like, yeah, and I love he convinces like, himself that he can bring Gage back and Gage will be normal because in the example that Judd used, the boy that came back had been dead for oh, so I long. Oh, I know. And I love So then after that, he's like, well, I waited too long with Gage. I can take Rachel right, up like there and she'll ra- be normal That now. rationalizing yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, I, I love that. And he, of course, this. doesn't have it. I mean, he's like, why would he know that? And like, even, <laughs> like, the, the Judd stuff, like, the fact that, like, like we talked about it on when we did the original Pet Cemetery, like, talking about Judd knowing that it's wrong, but he just, like, can't stop from doing, like, yeah. can't stop himself from showing it well that was one thing that they They approached in this version that i liked if i was going to give something credit for this one i would say like yes when they first go bury the cat they do stop in the regular pet cemetery first and lewis even starts digging a hole and it's not till then when judd is like you know what hey does ellie really love this cat do you really love ellie and it's like he seems to come up with the idea more on the spot and in the moment and there's this conflicted thing. Whereas in the original, it's more like Judd knows instantly he's taking him up there to bury that cat. And so this was more of like a thought process right. to lead to that. Yeah, yeah. I hated the woods. The woods looked fake. Woods looked terrible. I hated the steps that lead up to the Indian burial ground. That was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> I just have to say, I mean, horror movies, I guess it depends on when you grow up. I mean, if you show somebody who's like 13 the original pet cemetery now they'll probably yeah. be like this is stupid it True, looks yeah, fake or whatever right. but and they're because they're used to how things look now whereas i'm used to how things look from a different era so i see things now and i'm like well, well this yeah. looks like a computer game i know i this do doesn't hate look that. real to I me hate, there was some i think there was a couple cool like those overhead shots of like the woods yeah. like yeah that those stuff, were cool that stuff was cool i thought that was pretty well done but yeah like once they actually go into the woods like that was a, a spot that to me could have really creeped me out and it didn't at all because it looked so fake yeah i just think like why wouldn't you want to film this in real woods like make it look like the woods in fucking blair witch or something right then it feels real like then you're like this looks like the woods outside my house or something and you're just like like just two dudes being like alone deep in the woods like at night it's just kind of like yeah i just think like they made it seem very fake looking and very video game quality at times and I think when you ground things in a really solid reality, it hits home more to people. The reviews for this weren't bad. I mean, I think it was still above 60%. Okay. So people seem to like it. I saw one insane tweet from like Entertainment Weekly or something that were call- that was calling this the best Stephen King adaptation in years. Wow. And people were like flipping out because <laughs> it had just come out. Yeah. I don't that person I, had a an axe to grind. I actually I did if you listen to our episode on the original TV miniseries version of it, you'll know that our opinions of the new version of it weren't super high. True. Which I one would did you like s- better? I, I think I like the new it better Same. than this. Yeah. Even though I didn't love the new it. It had more in it that I liked than this. This felt very generic and not 
it was missing a lot of the things that I love about Stephen King's stuff. Yeah. And I think one of the tricks of like effective Stephen King books and adaptations of those books is grounding every single part of it in reality so that the supernatural part really sticks out. Well, the thing, right. And there was a lot of like weird, like ghost story things going on in this where I was like, ugh. Like, that's not part of the story. Why are you, like, adding that to try to make it scary or something? Well, that's the thing. Anytime that Stephen King is kind of, like, the source material of something, there always feels like it should be more at play than just run-of-the-mill horror movies. And I hate when they take, like, Stephen King material and make it feel more like just like a straight-up horror yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call this adaptation, like, a travesty no. or, like, a disgrace or anything like that. I mean, it's not great, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen either. I would still probably put it on, like, the lower half of, like, horror remakes, though. I, I think there are a lot of horror remakes that are way better than this. But okay. it's yeah. not at the very bottom. Though. No, There's no. still tons that are way worse than this. It just doesn't seem to, like, hit the same things that the original would hit i think it was always going to be a disappointment for me just because i could have gone in with way more unknowns of how they were going to do things and i think i would have been more interested but going in this was one of those cases where so much was revealed in the trailer you the second trailer really opened you your eyes how and Judd like, oh, was boy. gonna die <laughs> I mean, you're, like yeah. you saw that in the trailer you know yeah because they seem to like film it it, with people who had seen the original expecting the under the bed thing yeah. they set that up but because of the trailer you knew that yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't gonna right. be under I the know. bed and you knew it was coming on the steps so yeah, it was like so why show that in the trailer they, yeah they really showed their hand with the trailer yeah, and that was kind of a bummer for me i watched a lot of trailers recently for stuff that i thought looked awesome like a lot of cool trailers but at the same time, I'm like, do I want to keep watching trailers? No, I know. I, I, I'm almost at the point where I'm I'm making that decision to not want to watch trailers. A good trailer to me this. leaves so many unknowns, but there's enough in it to... They should release no other footage for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I like, agree, right now, but there will be I know, way more. I know, yeah. I know. But like, that's what it should... I mean, right now, I am like so hooked, because you're just like, all right, there's enough kind of fun in there to get me in, but I'm just like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, and that's well. Like, the first Pet Cemetery trailer, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I think because so I too. was like, you can tell things are going to be different, but you don't know what right. necessarily. And I thought Lifgal was a pretty cool choice to be same Judd. And you're like, okay, this trailer looks great. Second trailer, you're the like, ground Ellie dies <laughs> instead of Gage. You right. found that out in the second trailer. You found out how Judd dies. You saw that like Rachel interacted with zombie Ellie in yeah. the trailer. And you're like, what? I know. And that's the thing. One of the things that I love about movies and going to movies is just this curiosity. Like seeing how things are going to happen. Even if it is a mo- even if it is a remake, it yeah. kind of drives me well, well, like, yeah. thinking well, what about is that the all point the of changing things in Pet Cemetery if you're just going to show us Reveal in the trailer? I know. Because the point is to keep people off balance, really. There's no other reason to change it. You could have just made the exact same movie, but you're like, all right, we're going to change things to keep people off balance and switch it up a little bit. And it's like, well, all right, well, then we're just going to tell everyone in the trailer. So once you see the movie, you will, you'll know what all the changes are going to yeah, be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so not a great job for me for this one. I, I just, I, I think I could have enjoyed it a little bit more than I did had I not 
been privy to all that information in that second trailer. All right, so yeah, I mean, I guess we'll give like more what thumbs in the middle. Like, I'd probably yeah. give this like a C minus or okay, something. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Certainly better than your grade for us after we walked out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the original idea for this "Give Us a Second was we were going to talk about us and this Pet Cemetery remake, but I decided not to talk about us anymore because yeah. clearly. Everyone else enjoyed us a lot more than I did. Okay, yeah. And I was just like, well, I don't know if I really want to go down that road of trying to like ruin a movie everyone loves. Not that people care what I think, but you I know, don't what's know. the point of doing Based that? on the download numbers of this show, I mean, there's some people that care. <laughs> yeah, I would actually say Us is a better movie than this. Yeah, but I, I think so too. But yeah, I, Us, I, I, I did not think was like incredible by any means. Yeah, it's so weird. Like people, that you will find like people like acting like us was like this masterpiece. To and, like, me, there breaking was breaking down every single part of it, and you're just like, really? To me, there was definitely like good stuff in us that I really liked, but I thought there was a lot of dumb moments in it. Well, here's the thing, and, and not that Pet Cemetery really did a better job of this either, but. I mean, what's the deal with horror movies that are just not even trying to be scary? Sure, yeah. Us what is, is like way more like that? funny parts than like scary parts. <laughs> I mean, Pet Cemetery was cheap scares that weren't really super effective, but it was at least trying to go for scares. At I will say, <laughs> in Pet Cemetery, whenever they did the thing where she's sending the food up to Zelda in the yeah whatever, I, I mean, that part kind of creeped me out because it was just like all of a sudden all this loud noise upstairs once it goes up yeah you're like what the hell happened? yeah the whole thing with zelda is it plays out way differently than the original and it involves like a dumb waiter and you're just like what the fuck but i mean it was kind of scary we talked i believe off mic about the zelda stuff and i'm glad that they kept it the way it was in the original even though like i said in the original, you're talking about a novel that came out in the 80s. So a woman in, who's like 35 in the 80s was probably born in like 1950. Yeah, a different so time. It was a different time when she was a little girl. And you could see somebody in Zelda's position being in a house, not really knowing what to do with her. And the parents being way more checked out in those eras and leaving someone alone with her and whatever. Whereas now, a woman who's like mid 30s, 2019. It's hard to really believe that when she was a little girl that would be like what in the 90s early 90s that oh, like right. they would leave her alone with someone who has spinal meningitis. It's hard to buy. Yeah. But they didn't and change even, it. like this girl leaving living in the house. Right. And they didn't change it and that makes sense. It's just like leave the scariest thing yeah, from yeah. Pet Cemetery alone. And I was also afraid that they would get sensitive to the fact that an innocent little girl who has this horrible disease is being made out to be a monster would they change that? And they didn't, thankfully. Because to a little girl, her little sister, that would be the scariest thing that could ever happen. And it would be horrifying. And Stephen King taps into that. Oh, yeah. And it's really like a leap of faith to assume that the audience will get that that's what we're talking about. We're not literally saying that Zelda, this poor girl, is a monster. It's that... The little girl was so afraid of what was yes. happening and was interpreting it that way. And thankfully, they just left that alone because if they would have fucked with that, I mean, God, then it really would have had not much going for it at that point. Because <laughs> the Zelda stuff would have had to decent. bring the housekeeper back in the mix. Yeah. All right. So, thumbs in the middle on Pet Cemetery. 
I encourage people to check it out. Check out us as uh, well. Did you know that there was going to be a cover of the song at the no, end? No, I said before I, it started, I was like, I wish they would have got somebody to do it. I know. Earlier in the day, That's I why went on... I was on, like, did I, he actually know that? No, I went on IMDb to see under music, and they didn't have any music listed for this okay. new one, so I just figured there wasn't. Right. And so when it started, I was like, oh, that's cool. They actually did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who that was, though. Me neither. And I didn't take the time to look. Yeah. Well, they did have a cover of the uh, Pet Cemetery song by the Ramones. That was kind of cool. Maybe we'll hear it at the end of this one. Well, we'll, we'll it see. depends. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. white people.